but they make it look really pretty. You know what I think is pretty? What's that? Scotch in my glass. Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. I'm Cedius the Impatient. Oh, and I'm Ken again. Because, you know, it's been two weeks and we let him out of the basement. That's right. Hi, are you enjoying your freedom? Uh, uh, please. Yes. I fed you. Shut up. Don't worry. The cuffs will come off after the show. Good. So, tonight we're going to be starting with the Grangestone Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. This is finished in a rum cask. Double matured. Uh, no age statement again, like we talked about last uh, time. This is the month of the... The month of the ageless. Ageless again. Oh, hey, I was going to look some stuff up. I, I should do that while you're getting the pork going. Yeah. I do feel forever. While we're thinking about it, too, Cedius, what episode is it? Um, I believe it is episode 112, Dave. Wow. The number just keeps getting higher. That's that's how arithmetic works, Dave. Tempest fugit. Time flies like an arrow. And fruit flies like a banana. So at our, the last time I broke my leg, was I gone for two months? I think that's possible. Was I only I was only gone for one month this time, wasn't I? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, fascinating. Yeah, considering the the amount of oxy I was on. Oh, ouch! I was on a lot of oxy. Yeah, that's that's that can be a problem. That's... At one point, I was on 15 milligrams of oxy every four hours, 0.4 milligrams of Dilaudid every two hours, uh, 50 milligrams of Atarax. And another 50, every four hours, and then something else, some kind of muscle relaxant. Well, every... by, by the time you get to that fourth thing, I mean, I, I, how... <laughs> they wouldn't give I, me I forget more. what that is, too. I would be like, uh, yeah, something else. It was a... It was a sick Flovenox or something. It was, yeah, it it was different... some, some sort of muscle relaxer. Um, it, was, it was good. Well, it wasn't very good times, actually. No. Uh, it was... Some of the most intense pain I've ever been on. Although I did get, I did miss out on the op- on an opportunity. Really sad about this. When I was in the ambulance, they told me that my blood pressure was too low for them to give me Dilaudid, and so they were going to give me ketamine. Horse to, tranquilizer. To, well, uh, not, to, not just a... to uh, get my blood pressure up, and, uh, and they said they asked me, "Do you know what ketamine is?" I'm like, "This is bad country." Yeah, that's. <laughs> So I've seen Fear and Loathing. And they laughed. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, in the ambulance, they gave me two milligrams of Dilaudid, and they told me it was really good stuff. I told them it was pretty weak. <laughs> wow. So uh, when I was... Because I haven't told these stories. Sorry, uh, listeners, this is a visual, uh, visual but uh, you'll notice the, 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 the two holes here. They correspond to two holes up here, which is where I had the external fixator for the first week, where they drilled into the bone on my calf and my thigh, or the femur and whatever the, the bone up here is. And then they put this external contraption to lock it all in place while they waited for the swelling to go down so that they could operate and keep the, so that they could sew me back together. Yep. I do, I do see two puncture marks and then two more up top. Well, yeah, you only see one. Cause well, I, I, I... But, yeah. Um... The sad thing was is that I, I asked them to let me keep the X, the X fix, and they told me they were going to let me, and then they forgot about it. I was very sad. I was going to like make a diorama and put it in a shadow box and, and put it in my bathroom, because that would be a good conversation piece. Because Dave likes to strike up conversations in his bathroom. Well, you know, people go to your bathroom, and they go, what is that thing in there? And you go, oh, yeah, 
I used to be inside me, kinda. Medical device conversation pieces. Mm-hmm. Cool. But they they did not save it for me, and I am I am very sad. I, I very sad about it. I remembered to ask them about it and everything, and they said that they would make sure that they did. Apparently, while I was under, they also contemplated braiding my beard. Which would have been epic. Right? That's what I told them. I said, you totally should have. And well, it saved a lot of trouble. I mean, that's, that's a lot of work. Well, apparently they, they, they thought it, was gonna, it would be worthwhile, so I, I would not have minded. I, I would have thought it was hilarious. Um, Tallest dwarf in Regent's Hospital. Yeah. So, um, kind of some, there's, there's, there's some fruit in this nose. Yeah. Yeah. Fruit and some spice and kind of pops a bit more. I'm having a hard time narrowing the fruit down, though. Cherry? Yeah. I would say a black cherry. I've been drinking a lot of black cherry. See, I, I dig on black cherry, and I was, I was, I was trying yeah. to decide whether or not I would go there or not. It, oh. it, it's pretty rich, whatever the smell is. So. I think you're right. I think it is black cherry. I used to be nuts about that kind of soda. Well, my parents got me into drinking this like kind of carbonated, no fla- uh, carbonated water-ish uh, stuff. I don't know what it's called, but uh, they've got a black cherry flavor, and I mm. picked up a case of it because it was like ten bucks, and it was it's pretty good. Well, on those rare occasions I go to Blue Sun Soda Shop, I always make sure I, I pick up some black cherry along with a, some of the plethora of root beer they have. Seriously, we should do a soda show. We we can do just the root beer. <laughs> it, would, it, would, it would take a while. They've got a hundred different root beers. Oh man, would that be the the diabetic? Rip beer soda show. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even yeah. by the end, by the end, that does sound really good, though. And and there's there's some funky sodas, so occasionally we'd have to do something off the wall. Although we definitely have to have that as all right. So we're not drinking this as the base soda, but here here's the fucked up soda of the day: roasted corn. I'm not making that up. That one at least tastes like what it says it is. The uh, ranch dressing soda. Oh. That sounds revolting. I I dislike ranch dressing. I dislike this more. <laughs> I dislike it more than the Penderin. I dislike it more than the Springbank 15. Wow. Yeah. I was going to bring up bacon soda, but I think ranch kind of trumps that. And the bacon was also not that good. But, oh, you see, you tried that too. But um, I've been thinking about the maple bacon, bacon wasn't bacon so bad. Bacon flavored vodka for a, a while. Uh, think about it. Don't actually buy it. No, I was going to make it. Infuse your own? Yeah. It's still a risk. Yeah, but it's vodka. I mean, who gives a shit? You can buy, you know, a liter of vodka for like 20 bucks and still be all right vodka. Well, sure. Do yourself but... some Svedka. Sam's Club. Well, yes. But at the same time, why would you ruin cheap vodka with bacon? Yeah. And why would you ruin the bacon with cheap vodka? I mean... I had a friend that made vanilla extract that way. She made her own with some kind of vodka and... Mm. That I can see working, but... She's not a friend. Uh, sister-in-law, I guess. <laughs> Duh. Maybe a, maybe a hint of chocolate on the nose, too, but... Hmm. You know, I've personally sampled both the 12 and the 18 of the Grainstone, and eventually I'm going to get the 18 on here because I, I really should. That's not bad. I, um... This is not it. This is not it. Not it? No, this isn't even as good as the 12. Whoa. That is, that is some powerful alcohol on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is, which is unusual for the Grainstone because both the twelve and the eighteen, that was not a problem. Yeah, I, I guess I had higher hopes for this, given the way you talked it up, the the distillery up before the show. 
Well, uh, I didn't say anything about finished stuff. I never no, done any no, of the finishes. No, I know, I know, I know. And those had age statements. Yeah. So. I I gotta say I can't I can't see this as being higher than a five. I mean I know that there's no. I'd maybe give it as much as an eight. I I don't know. That's that's very rough. Eight. Eight yes. years old. Oh right. See to me, this is what rum usually does for the finish for me. The the exception was your Grand Reserva. Most of the rum finish stuff I've had, I have not enjoyed. Yeah, this is this is really. I mean, that's where the spice is coming from, definitely yeah. from the rum. But that's the kind of like the. So, so this is a finally a rum finished one. I, yeah, I, I don't think I've tried. Yeah, this is uh, probably it. three months in a rum cask, although perhaps longer. Hmm. Because with well, the depth of flavor, I maybe give it as much as six, but. Yeah, it just says finished in the finest premium rum casks. So yeah, the the rum comes through pretty solidly as a pelt. Yeah. Where I thought the Caribbean cask affected the flavor, but it did not come through as rum to me. But this this has a, a definite rum finish to it. it. Does have a lot going on. Yeah, that's that's the rum. It's a. I mean, it's very clearly it was a spiced rum, uh, darker rum. Yeah, and and the rum pretty much owns the finish. It, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like I took a drink of my Whaler's Vanilla in terms of the, of the finish. The finishes yeah. are almost exactly the same. So I would say the best part of this is the finish. The the palette and early finish are not exciting. The mid to late finish, if you like a a, a vanilla spiced rum or a vanilla dark rum, um, I would say you know this this might be your jam. But those initial uh, those initial moments are not not pleasant, in my opinion. Well, finishes all rum, so <laughs> wow, this is at forty percent alcohol too. So fairly strong. No, that's no, a very that's weak. That's, that's, very weak. Weak. that's about as weak as a scotch gets. They say the sweet spot is forty percent. So, technically speaking, this was this was bottled with the intention of not adding water. Oh, we do it anyway. Probably. Okay. Well, I, I I've heard the sweet spot is thirty five, and so the idea is to add a little bit. But yeah, I mean, everyone's got their own personal level of where they want it. So mm. uh, the nose calms down a bit. It yeah. does. It knocks off a lot of the. The front part of it. So I, I did a reset before going back in, and I was getting next to nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'm going pretty deep in, and I'm not getting a lot. I, I mean, I've almost lost the cherry entirely. I'm getting almost a honey, and and like a and honestly, I'm smelling a little rum now. But part of me is maybe it's, it's still sitting on my palate so much. I'm just getting a lot of alcohol. I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Uh, smelling really. That also else. is true. That subtle noise is yeah, my cat scratching himself in the yeah. chair. The angry cat. It's Fang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the on. the body gets much lighter. Uh, the finish mellows. It's almost a pleasant drink. It's still not. It is still not where I. It's still not even a moderate replacement for the Glenfiddich Twenty One, which I would love to find something that was even passably good. No, I'll uh, I'll make a point to pick up the eighteen with for for some time in the next year because just I I just want something in a, that's that's been rum finished oh, that doesn't no. taste terrible that doesn't cost me two hundred dollars. <laughs> I think you're barking up the wrong tree. You should give up the rum finish, but I enjoy. I want something to replace my Glenfiddich Twenty One Grand Reserva that doesn't cost me two hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't think that's unreasonable. Want. <laughs> 
uh, gotta want something. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure if this is uh, early experience with this rum finish stuff, and I'm not, I'm not entirely sold on it. It's, it's a little. This is it's not complex. I like its complexity, but it's yeah. I wish it tasted better. It wish it yeah. And again, it's a little cloying too. Just kind of, yeah. it's a uh, kind of viscous, and I feel it kind of like sticks in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking up a bit of that. I just yeah. Rum finishes don't seem to settle well with me, except for the the Grand Reserva. Actually, I think I've got an Irish whiskey that's been finished in a rum cask. That's not bad. Hmm. I'll have to give that a dance at some point, but it's off topic for the show. It's totally mm-hmm. is, but it's like thirty bucks a bottle. So, did this have a box? <laughs> um, I know, it, I know, it came in a, a big it, box. It, I just it don't came know. Came in a set. I, I think I moved the box. Um, I think you did too. I don't know that it had anything on it, but let's let's check. Pause. Otherwise, I'll read the total government's warning. The government's warning, according to the Surgeon General. Might not be very interesting. I mean, it may just No, they be... never are. No. I mean, uh... No, no, they're awesome. And... Pause. Rum casks finish. This grainstone single malt has been matured in traditional American oak casks until it has achieved the perfect balance of flavors. The whiskey is then transferred into casks that have previously held premium rum to allow for further development. Aroma, a rich, malty aroma with a biscuity sweetness and fresh fruit notes. A delicate, leafy character is balanced with vanilla sweetness. Taste, sweet and rounded with a vanilla oakiness. The malty character carries through into the taste with subtle notes of caramelized fruits, finish, mellow, and long-lasting. Oh, wait. That was the sherry cask. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it was was part of a set, um, given given how uh, this one was. I mean, we'll, we'll do the other ones at some point in time, but... Given how this one was, I think you can probably uh, pass on the set. Huh. I don't know how to open things. Yes, and you're making a lot of noise trying to. So I stop. would make all the noise. Yes, because you love making me edit. Too. Also, I think you have it upside down. Oh. Because I think I put the cover on. Yeah, balance. that would... Well, that's your fault. I was just looking at the word direction. Was it? So, um... A lot more. I was, I was disappointed in this. Uh, I was expecting a lot more... From from it as a rum-finished scotch, although it doesn't have an age statement, so I guess I shouldn't be too surprised, because if it was old enough to, you know, be able to say I am this many years old, um, you know, like a three-year-old can, uh, I would assume that it would it would want to be proud of that. So it's, its immaturity shows through, and, you know, put it back in the barrel for a decade and, and, and then bring it and show it to me again, and we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I'm going to give this a 2.5. Visual Gag on Audio Podcast, I think it's this many. Um, I gave it two birds up. Um, it's not quite that bad, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly not stellar. Um, I also am disappointed in it. My expectations were, because I've tasted the 12 and the 18, um, 
And so I was hoping the fact that the distillery itself kind of knows what it's doing would be able to offset the fact that they made the mistake of finishing it in rum, because I personally have found that's generally a mistake. Um, but this is sadly setting a bad precedent. I am going to agree with Dave's score for the third tasting in a row. I think 2.5 is, is pretty accurate. Um, yeah, it was... I wanted more. Yeah. I think a minute to go... Um... Two two five on it actually. I have to confess it had a lot going on, but I didn't like what it had going on. It was unpleasant at the back and generally just burny and not very interesting. It's a blind date that lied on the profile. Oh, God. oh yeah. Can it really be a blind date if it has a profile? Yeah. I mean, is it is it a blind or is it a, is there like a lie date or something or? Yeah, I mean. I, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> Nomenclature aside, uh, yeah. So that was unexciting. So uh, while Dave is looking up the next thing to do, I'm, I'm going to do a little pimpage early on things. Uh, it turns out I was correct. The first Fearless Presents will be on September 23rd. It will be Reverend Matt's Monster Science. Um the other event, sadly, was uh, before this episode. Um, it was on the 11th, so hopefully you made it. Uh, Matt Kesson was hosting the uh, the Monster Science Ensemble, the Terror on Screen, um, which has a, a bunch of uh, presenters coming out and doing things. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, I did make it out to that. So, uh, if you had not had me locked in the basement, I... Yeah. You could have gone. I could. I. I really wanted to go. I can't remember if I put an edit on the end of the last episode or not to give the details. I probably forgot, but maybe I didn't. But uh, you know, Matt Alex did a piece. So did Paul. Uh, so did former guest Tim Uran, um, and Jenny Young also uh, had had a, a small piece. So if you were there, good job. You you probably enjoyed it too. But you know, it is what it is. And uh, let's see, the other fearless things coming up are what the improv is going to be on the 28th. Um, so do, do go check that out. That is our, our long-form show wherein we are given a prompt from the audience by, by suggesting a... Uh, well, not, not really from the audience. We're, we're given a prompt by uh, hitting random on Reddit and looking at the first comment and using that as the basis for a, for a, a long form set, so oh, that um, sounds awesome. It, it, it's it's quite interesting. Um, <laughs> some of the stuff that shows up is just very very. You have water in there. I do. Oh, you should, you should solve that. <laughs> so yeah, that, that that that's what's going on. Um, fest continues to be a thing. I don't know if I'm going to make it out again this season or not, but you know we'll we'll see. Um, trying to get a hold of uh, some other former guests to see if they want to just start giving us some suggestions of things to pimp out. I, I know I've not personally seen as many burlesque things come through, so I should probably poke Mona about when and where she's doing her thing and try to do that. And I, I've got a couple of other people that I'm lining up on the guest list that, that have interesting things that... Uh, You'll learn about when they're Why are on. you boring, Ken? That's what he's saying. He's I, saying, why I, are you boring? I, I live a, a life of uh, pure um, calm. And... 
Well, I mean, to, to, to be fair, as a general rule, most of the guests we have on the show are friends of mine in the theater community somewhere. And then every once in a while, I just have a friend of mine on the show. Well, uh, yeah. and, and that's a little bit more uh, where, where Ken is falling. He's, it's a little, you know. He, he, he performs to much smaller audiences. Yes. Or, or to much more corporate ones. So I, I run games or I argue with people. Mm. But hey, you know, if you run games, that's something you could talk about. Oh, God. Or, uh, or not, since apparently Dave wants to talk about scotch. That's he, always a good thing. He's already moaning over here. <laughs> this one's kind of strong. That's kind of like one, huh? Yeah, this one's... Uh, so this is the... Uh, the Ardbeg Kelpie. Yes, the Ardbeg Kelpie. And it is a very uh, light, light, pale straw. Uh, not not as light as the, as the, uh, the wolf burn was, but... It's 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 close. Mm, I'd say this is closer to the Delwini fifteen. It's it's it. This might be closer to your goldenrod. I mean, mm. this is on the light side of goldenrod, but it's it's. Yeah. Uh, we've also, it's it's very thin. There's not a lot of viscosity on it, and uh, the peat smell is oh, yeah. just. It's glorious. an Ardbeg. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is everything I want from an Ardbeg. Yep. The nose. Uh, the nose is there. The, the nose. The nose tells me that. I got what I wanted, and I, I'm not disappointed. Now, being that it's an art bag, there's not much else going on with it, but I mean, this is kind of what the, the, the price of admission for an art bag. Hmm. Trying now to find I what I was... I brought my glasses. There, there's, yeah. There's, there's the little... This is one I want to, I would want to just mm-hmm. try out with those. We're... So, so the Ardbeg 10, if you, if you go nose and deep in it, you can sometimes get like a, a hint of bacon. Um, I mean, the peach is certainly strong. I'm, there, there's something in here that I can pull out that, that's past the peat that I'm trying to, to nail down. I think this one's got a little bit more like a sea air. It's got a, it's got, it's got a saltness mm-hmm. to it in the nose yeah. that I think a lot of the Ardbegs don't. So I think, I think, that's, what, I think that's where I'm going to put my, my finger of where, where the difference in this Ardbeg is. It's, it's not quite foghorn yeah, salt, but it's got a salt. It's not a alcoholic salt. Marsh. Yeah, it's unlike the mm-hmm. unlike the Ardbeg Ten, which is a bog. Uh, this is this has got some peat and uh, definitely has got some salt that goes with it, and you can feel that in the in the body for sure. Mm-hmm. It's got a very very light finish, though. It's fairly quick. It's not uh, cloying or lingering. Okay. Yeah, for an Ardbeg, this is pretty fast. It's it's a little cloying at first, but it, it tapers off. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, up front it's pretty. Yeah, I told you what it was. Earthy. Right I mean, yeah, it, but it, it does it does clear up. I mean, it goes away after. That's, yeah, it's, it's not wow. like it's not even like the last one where that just lingered. No, this is this gone. Is, yeah, it's very clean. That's that's um, actually pretty impressive. That it can be that strong of a of a it flavor be, and it's yeah, just and it's bang. in and out. Wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. Well, chill out. Stop. If you're going to be under my chair. <laughs> Cats. Mm. Yeah, it's like a light sea breeze is on the yeah. on the nose. And uh, you really do get the kind of the salt water feel from the, from the body. Trying to decide if my tongue is just making it up or if there's a, like, sea salt, like, uh chocolate caramel kind of thing in the front of the palate. 
If I'm just looking for it. You're just getting the sea salt on that. I'm not. I, the, the salt is definitely there. But I, I'm getting a little chocolate as to whether or not I'm getting the caramel. It doesn't last very long. I can't and that's why it's hard to figure out. I can't get a peg on it, really. I don't get anything. And it might so. just be that because I had so much salt earlier, that's enough salt to really just rip me. But because this is this is definitely feeling tricksy in my mouth here. But so far, I'm liking it. Let's see if I if this ruins mm. it or if uh, or if it's okay with the water. All right, I I don't know if it's me or if the nose just dies. And sadly, the coffee is barely resetting me now. What is fairly? This stuff's mm. fairly strong. Oh, there's a lot. It brightens up the nose to me. Yeah, it's it's just coming through kind of weak. But, I mean, the nose doesn't change in my... It brightens it some. The alcohol gets a little less. Yeah. The, the salt r- comes through more. Yeah, right on top of it. I'm, I'm not getting a, a whole hell of a lot. But I admittedly probably don't have that much left in my glass here, so... It's kind of fresher smelling. Yeah. It's, uh... The salt comes through. The peat lightens up. Uh, the alcohol, while there wasn't a lot of it in the first place, it does, it does go down. Uh, huh, not bad. I got pretty smooth. Yeah, getting a little burn on my tongue, but again, that might just be because I'm just kind of salted nope, out. No, it's, no, it's, yeah, it's there. Burn. Um, it definitely changes. Um, it goes more away from the peat and more towards the salt. Yep, and it's not an unpleasant burn. No. And, and again, it's 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 fast and clean, so it, it doesn't stick around for too long. It's a little bit longer than than before, but this is ultimately very drinkable. Doesn't have a long story telling you everything about it. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't oh, mean that. Oh, 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 this is Scotch, my friend. Oh my, this is Scotch. Yeah, well, this is it's a like, short. This is a short story. Oh, it's a short story. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, like if you look at the Loch Lomond, uh, we were the other week. Yeah, I was here and here. That's a that's looks good novella. That's that, that's a, that's fairly normal. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is a nice this short story. A... So <clears throat> as deep as the sea that surrounds us, from the warehouses and casks imbued with fresh sea air, to the sights of waves washing over our pier, and the pull of the tides that encircle us. The Ardbeg Distillery has forever held a deep connection to the sea. Renowned for importing incredibly deep flavor notes, virgin casks made from oak grown, felled and seasoned by the Black Sea, have journeyed across the oceans to create Ardbeg Kelpie. Herbal aromas tantalize the nose. Go deeper, and pine resin and smoky fudge appear with water and drift into peppery mouthful with clove oil, coffee, hickory wood, seaweed, and smoked fish. The legacy of its ties to the Black Sea. Scurry stiff. Seaweed. The kelp seaweed forests that surround our shores are home to more than the creatures that we've between the tangled fronds, legends lie deep in our waters. Kelpies, the Scottish shape-shifting water spirits that inhabit the skerries around Ardbeg, are known to take the form of a horse or a bull and prey on unwitting travelers to drown. 
Long ago, a farmer walking near Ardbeg's shoreline was almost dragged to the sea by a water bull. Managing to overcome and rope the creature, he locked it in a barn where it cried for mercy. At dusk, the farmer's daughter was chased by a water horse seeking, seeking revenge for its kin. The terrified girl released the water bull, whereupon the malevolent beasts took flight back to the sea. <coughs> yes. The, the writer had access to the monster manual then, apparently. No, I'm joking, obviously. Well, I'm entirely wrong. Yeah, in terms of things of, of the notes, I would give it the seaweed and not much else. Well, you weren't talking about sea salt chocolate. Oh, was you that might have been getting thing? smoky fudge. <laughs> I suppose that's possible. Mm-hmm. Right? So, so I, I got the chocolate note, I got the seaweed, I got the salt. I, the hickory, I'm not getting at all. No. And they said the oak was from the, the Black Sea. Yeah. That's interesting. The other one. Well, and it's a virgin oak, which is really strange because that's. Uh, With that virgin thing. oaks are typically not very good. We, we haven't liked them. Don't like them. So that would be a uh, first-time-use cask, basically, yeah. in yeah. other words. Okay. Yeah, Just usually casks are, are recycled, reused more, reused. Than, more than once. Sometimes um, totally different booze. Yeah. Totally um, different finish. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we use sherry and rum and yeah. uh, port. And well, t- typically at the base a, is an ex-bourbon cask. Still, yeah. yeah. Um, bourbons usually are more of the virgin oaks. Um, yeah. Just because there's so many of them, but we are definitely the other one was the other one that we did today was the uh, American um, American oak, wasn't it? Um, the other one we did today was the rum finish, and I can't remember. I think it might have been American oak, yeah, uh, which was probably again an ex bourbon cask. Okay, unless it says something like first fill or virgin oak. Um, a lot of times it's American oak with yeah. uh, uh, with a, as an ex-bourbon fill. Hmm. So that's the kind of the standard as far as things are concerned because we drink a lot of bourbon and we, they don't reuse the casks that much. So, because they can sell them. Yeah, well, you know. So it helps the flavor. Yeah. Um, would you like to go first, Ken? Oh, geez. Really, could I? Um... I, I like um, it, it's pretty strong up front, but I, I like how quickly I'm, I'm going to give it a three five, maybe a three seven five. Actually, I actually thought that was pretty good, even though I'm not quite sold on the PD thing. I, I don't know. That's... It took me a little while to get used to it, but now that I am, I love it. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so I I love the nose on this. It gave me everything that I want out of an Ardbeg. It's an Ardbeg. An Ardbeg is... I don't want to be like an Ardbeg is an Ardbeg and it's an Ardbeg, but this gives me what I want out of an Ardbeg. If I ordered this at, at a bar, I would know what I was getting, and I would get that. And I give them a lot of props for, for that kind of consistency as far as things are concerned, because I know the flavor profile that I'm going to get. Maybe there's more to it, maybe there's not. Uh, but they never disappoint on the the peatiness or the smokiness or the saltiness that that comes through. It's it is a well balanced dram, and I would drink this 
a lot. Uh, I'll give it a 3.75 as well. All right. Good. Because if I agreed with you the entire month, I was going to have to have my head checked. Uh, Were you going to do 3.5 because that's what I was my other... I thought about 3.5 and then I realized, no, it's a little bit better than that. But it's uh, not much better than that. Um, I, I'm giving it a 3.6. Um, yes, it is an art bag. Yes, it delivers what an art bag says it's going to deliver. However, I would rather just have the art bag 10. Um, the reasons for this are the art bag 10. It's about half the price. And I think uh, the notes on this. For the variety, yes, I would I would like to have this mixed in once in a while rather than 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Um, but the notes here aren't anything special, and the the loveliness of the 10 and the fact that neat and wet, it's so drastically different, and I love sea both. Bowl. I say sea bull shit. <laughs> so... Uh, well, that a seahorse, I, too? I mean, in, 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 in terms of things, as far as the extra expressions from Ardbeg... This has scored better than some of the others. I mean, the Corvrecken was not a very good one as far as we're The Supernova was fine. The uh, the, the uh, Perpetnum was, was okay. Um, but um, the Oriferidus was so-so. Uh, yeah, I... The 10 set the bar pretty high. Yeah, And it's, the it's 10 true. is a $40, $45 bottle. Yeah, um, it very much So it, it's really hard to do better than that. On an, on an overall so yeah I, w- I, w- I was a little disappointed I, w- I was hoping for a little bit more but it is still an art I bag I would have liked to see a little bit more complexity yeah I I would in no way feel insulted if someone bought me this no I, like I said I would drink the shit out of this yeah I mean I, I, would, I would certainly drink it I would be genuinely appreciative that someone mm. gave me this mm. um, but at the same time it is, it is not the best art bag ever um, and like I said, I can I can get two bottles of the ten for about the same price. Yeah. So that factors in for me, and I, I try not to factor the cost in too much in my score, but sometimes I can't help it. When when you have to com- when you're comparing something to the base, no, absolutely, it, it's fair. Yeah. Um, distillery to distillery, it, it, it's it's fair. If you know, if I was comparing this to say the Lagavulin in sixteen, that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> but very few things are fair compared to the Lagavulin in sixteen. So, yeah. All right. So I've I've, I've done. Well, I know the Lagavulin in sixteen, and you, sir, are no Lagavulin in sixteen. <laughs> if I had a glove, I would slap you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've kind of done the the, the pimpage that I have. Um, in the middle. Too. You've gotten two weeks. I yeah. know you've been chained up the whole time. I, it was the, the chains. Uh, I mean, the chafing went down after a while. Um, well, maybe the Vaseline, the Vaseline so, helped. Yeah. The Vaseline helped a lot. I was going to say that. It thank you. The lotion on its skin. Well, it could, you couldn't say that because I did not take the ball gag out. So. Yeah, you know, I mean. <sighs> besides, I think it's uh, copyrighted or trademarked, so I, I wanted to go with something else on. That, it, it? If nothing else, is cliche. It, it's cliche, and, which is and that's which no is fun. the biggest sin, really, isn't it? Yeah. So no, I can't complain too much. It, it worked. But at least I had enough slack on the chain that you could move around a little. Well, yeah, you know, there was there was a nice crawl space there. I mean, I, I think 
I, I marked out a corner. It was really it was getting kind of comfortable. I don't completely mistreat them when they're down in the dungeon, well, but I'm just saying that you could have had more entertainment. I mean, ball gags aside, I mean, you could almost could reach the scotch. I mean, what, what are you really complaining? About? I, you know, I but mean, it's the almost that's important. Well, of course, you can't let them into the scotch. Anticipation is well. I did think about putting the pendant in reach. Ooh, that's just mean. Oh. Yes. It's like Christmas, you know? It's anticipation. Sometimes anticipating the thing is better than the thing itself. You reach for it. I mean, I, I, no? Maybe not? Well, the, the question we're getting at is, did the ball gag stop you from coming up with a toast? Because it shouldn't have. Oh, crap. I... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it did. <laughs> we're, we're doing that again this week? God. Always. And I was downstairs the whole week uh, thinking of one, and now here I am after... Um, um, After two whole weeks, yeah, fifteen no, days. Jeez, has it been that long? Yeah, it really has. Fuck. Um, running gag, running gag. <laughs> of course, yes. Yeah, he sucks playing in the background. You're 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 breaking my concentration here. Kind of the point. Okay, I see. All right. Um, we know how this game is working. <laughs> oh well, you know, would it be cliche to say two friends, present Probably. and not present. I don't know. 